My next guest is an online program strategist who helps heart-centered entrepreneurs looking to scale their business with online programs. Please welcome Nathalie Dormieux. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Nathalie Dormier. How are you? <laughs> I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Anna. Of course. Thank you for being here. I'm so, so excited to chat, get to know you better. So feel free to like take us on and tell us who you are, what you do, and who you help. Sure. So, um... I am. I have been in business for 16 years now, and I have a pretty uh, uncommon path to becoming a business owner because that was just not in the cards for me. Mm. And um, I am, as you can tell from my accent, I am French and I am also mm -hmm. American. And I have lived what we call here in France the American dream. Mm. which is basically packing your bag and moving to the U.S. <laughs> to have a better life. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, fast forwarding 16 years in business, I have a family business with my husband and we help entrepreneurs leverage their expertise and turn it into recurring income. So we've been doing this for... Um, this this particular area for four or five years now exclusively mm. and then at the beginning of the year we embarked on a new journey with a SaaS offer that mm. really spinned off from you know what clients have been telling us and um, so now we have kind of these two businesses that we run one alongside yeah. the other. And let's talk about the American dream for a second because it must be such a big like cultural shock right like moving to a whole new country and all of that so talk to us more about that change yeah sure so actually now that I think about it I think we were crazy <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's what family was telling us at the time but to us yeah. it felt like you know what you know like when you're young and you're like you yeah, we're just going to try it if it doesn't work we'll come back so really yeah. what happened is I, I, I met my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time. I met him at school. Mm -hmm. And after school, you know, we were packed with this uh, computer um, degree, in, uh, um, this degree in computer science. And then we did a postmaster degree in ergonomics. And then we found ourselves in a market in France where there was not a demand for what we had just learned, you know, mm -hmm. which was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. And I, we had this opportunity to go to the U.S. in California, Silicon Valley, the dream place wow. for a software engineer. Mm -hmm. 
So we went there and we were like, after school, we just packed a bag each and we're like, we're just going to go there for the summer. If we find a job, we stay. Otherwise, we come back. And one month in, I found a job in Berkeley, uh, California. And uh, we got married in uh, Reno, which is the little Las Vegas, so that he could stay. (laughs) And then... He found a job also, so we ended up staying 10 years. Wow. Okay, that's awesome. So (laughs) it really turned out like to be the best move ever. (laughs) I mean, it, it, exactly. I mean, it's, it's, you, you, I mean, you cannot imagine, I mean, going back right now, everything just fell into place. And I, I remember both our families on both sides were like watching this. I was like, what the heck are they doing? <laughs> but guess what? We got the great jobs. We had three children there. Wow. We had a mountain in the cabin. We were going on vacation in Hawaii. I mean, everything was perfect. Wow. Except one thing. Mm-hmm. We were working way too much. So that and being away from the family, you know, after 10 years, one day Olivier, my husband, says, Do you want to go back home? And I said, Yes. Mm. And that's when we decided to sell everything, move back home, find a place. So right now we are in the south of France Mm -hmm. and we really chose it for the lifestyle. We didn't know anybody living here. We just chose the place we wanted to live in to grow for our kids to grow in. So it had to be like a a very uh, dynamic city, you know, with students' life and things like that. That's awesome. So like, how did you, because you said that you were working way too much. So what did Mm -hmm. you do to really balance that work-life balance? Well, so what we try to do, and that worked for the most part. So what we try to do is we we purchased this cabin in the mountain. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we're going to try to go there in the weekend to unwind because we had so much commute. I mean, we wanted our kids to speak French. So they had to be in the uh, downtown San Francisco French school. Mm-hmm. So that means that you either leave downtown or you have lots of commute to bring them back. So we were driving a lot. I mean, we were driving, I don't know, two and a half to three hours per day, which, Whoa. you know, and we had to find a way to unwind, like you said. And those two weeks a year in Hawaii, we're not going to cut it, right? Yeah. So, and so going to the mountain was great, except that one day I fell asleep at the wheel. <gasps> And I had my daughter in the back. Oh, no. And that's when you realize that things have to change because we cannot keep up this pace. Mm. It's it's just crazy. I I remember I I also fell asleep on the bridge, on the San Mateo Bridge once, you know, going back home. Uh, So it's just like... Things were going great, but way too fast. You know, no time to, um, to, to take some time for us and just family. There was always something going on. If you want to be social, you know, the kids, they are like birthday parties every weekend. And then there is the soccer. And then 
always something, right? Yeah. So that's basically the kind of like the only way we found was to say, just, you know, let's stop, mm-hmm. sell everything, move back, and then maybe come back in two years, you know, after we've taken a break. But that never happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that story was, wow. It's scary to, like, fall asleep and, like, like you don't you don't even realize how tired you are until like something like that happens exactly but exactly. i'm glad you were okay and i'm glad everyone's yes. okay yeah. um yeah like thank you so much for sharing all of your story it's really great to hear your perspectives and i'm sure that like some people who are listening who maybe are in the same boat and maybe they're overworked like maybe this is your mm-hmm. sign to like unwind and find some time <laughs> to relax yeah (laughs) sometimes we're just too much in the flow that we don't realize it yeah until really something happens Mm -hmm. or you listen someone maybe this inspires someone to say hey maybe I need to Mm -hmm. uh, you know take the my foot off the pedal a little bit Yeah, exactly. And it's there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I feel like there's a lot of shame attached to it. But like, honestly, it's better for you to like, listen to your body and do what's best for you. Absolutely. I mean, I, I really I learned this. Well, I learned this kind of the hard way. But I, I mm. also find out, you know, once you let yourself, mm-hmm. uh, you know, take care of yourself and, you know, and, and slow down like this, you realize that you are more prepared and more equipped to then help people. But you don't realize that until you've taken the step. Yes, exactly. Oh, this is so good. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about your membership lab because I think that that is awesome. I love that you help entrepreneurs turn their vision into profitable online platforms And I mean, I'm always looking for new ways to like bring my courses to life. So like, how did you get the idea to start this lab? So, so the idea really started uh, organically. So as our background, you know, is in software engineering, very naturally, we started to build software and that didn't work out well because we were avoiding the marketing and sales. And finally, when we surrounded ourselves with the right people, Mm. I mean, business coach, <laughs> yeah. to name it, um, we realized that really what we had to do is focus on what we were really great at doing and surround ourselves with the people to do the stuff that we didn't know how to do. Mm. So we started by building websites. And I'm sure you know that the competition yeah. in people that are building website is huge. And then I had this opportunity where I met... Um, this woman, she's Canadian, her name is Nathalie Lucier, and um, she became my coach. I joined her mastermind, and then I joined her, um, her partner program with one tool that she was developing for memberships and online courses. And that's when I realized, oh my gosh, th- there is actually a niche here for me yeah. where I can support people with not not just a website that's like the the window to your business you know like it, but more into actually uh, earning an income getting some uh, money some financial independence mm-hmm. teaching or supporting or sharing your story with other people yeah and 
And that's where it really, it really, you know, synced in. Like, this is basically what, this is is what I want to do. So I really started with just building the sites. Mm -hmm. And right now we've built over 400. So we've built, we've helped many people. But I have to say, if I'm being honest, Mm -hmm. a lot of these platforms right now, the, the, the ones that we did at the beginning, some of them are not live anymore. And I realized, and especially now when I, when I talk to people and that's why now I'm going into strategy is that people sometimes want it as a solution that I think they, they think is going to be passive income and easy to implement Mm. because they are not able to sell their coaching package. So they are like, I'm going to have a lower price point, easy. I'm going to put some videos in. People are going to buy because my stuff is great. Well, guess what? Your stuff might be great. If you don't have an audience to sell this to, you're going to hear crickets. Yes. So that's been, you know, the, that's been the past that I've had, like, you know, building the tech and then by working, because I have been blessed with working with influencers and, you know, people in the space where we were in the back end, you know, working on the funnels and all the stuff. So I've seen the strategies. I've seen, you know, how, how they do it basically. And I'm like, there is an opportunity for me to support people yeah. in that because there is a step before the tag. I know my thing is the tag, but people are often surprised. Like I don't talk about the tag because wow. until we know exactly what you need to do, there is no point talking about the tech because the tech is just the tool to make it happen. But if you don't know what the it is, mm. there is no point because they are like, okay, what should I use? Are, are we going to use this? I was, I already purchased <laughs> it. I would prefer to use this. And I'm like, this is not the way to go. This is how most people that want to DIY go, mm. but this is not the proper way that I have seen working. Okay. So it, it's it's really been that journey. The, the other thing I want to say, so you know uh, Fabienne Fredrickson, right? She's yes. been she's been a key person in how I have grown in this business. She's brought me so much self worth, and she's taught me basically how I found myself. You know, like knowing so much more about myself and not feeling like weak for the things that I'm not equipped with. And, and that was so empowering. Uh, one thing that, uh, that I learned a lot from her is that you're never going to know everything, but no. you have to focus on your, your zone of genius, your thing that you know how to do, and you get support for the other stuff. Nobody knows, nobody has everything figured out. Mm. And digging deeper... Because you know how when you make the exercise and they ask you for your mission, your vision, and yeah. and it was tough for me because I wanted to say my mission is I want to make money because I want to feel safe, <laughs> yeah. but I cannot say that because it doesn't look great when I say that. Mm. And digging deeper, doing so much work on my mindset, I realized that what I want for people is I want to show them that there is an opportunity to have financial stability. That's why I love the recurring model, Mm. you know, the recurring subscription model, because I tell people, and especially I tell women, 
I don't know if it's even on my website, but I say that a lot, is that there is a membership inside all of us if we want it. Mm. We are all mom or sisters or daughters or neighbor or, you know, there are things that we've learned at school since that we've learned in our corporate jobs that we can teach others that don't know. So if we dig deep, there is an opportunity for a business, for an online business, for anyone, if they yeah. want it. And yeah. so, so that's, my, that's my underlying mission is like to show people, to help women. And I work with men as well, but I tend to attract more women and, and helping them see, like I said, you know, like when I am on a call, I don't sell people. I enroll them into their own vision. Mm. And then it becomes, oh my gosh, this is possible then. Then I want to be the accelerator. Okay, now I can help you make it happen faster. How do we do that? And that's mm. how I enroll people. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. So like, what's the difference between, you know, for example, sites like Kajabi and, and like stuff like that to your own membership site? Yeah. So... Unlike many people that build custom membership sites, I'm not going to tell you that Kajabi or Thinkific or all yeah. these platforms are bad. They mm -hmm. have their purpose. Yeah. What's different with what we build is we put the customer experience first. Mm. So when somebody tells me, I'm looking for an easy uh, do-it-all tool that has everything included, that um, I cannot help them with that. Why? Because we always start by creating the, the model and the structure and the experience that you want people to get in the membership. Remember, a membership is successful only if people stay. And mm. in order for people to stay, they have to get results. That means that you have to give them the right combination of content, support, and accountability. And that's where, in my opinion, some of these platforms fall short. Yeah. It has its market. I would say that Kajabi is great for somebody that doesn't want to hire out and wants something quick. But when mm. you use these tools, don't spend three months on it. Like if mm. you do it, it's to have something fast. So take it how it is and then build your business around it. Find out what the tools does really, really well. And then build your business around that. Because if you pick a tool and then, like, for example, you work with me and we design this great program and it doesn't fit, then you might say, well, Kajabi is a bad tool. No, it's not a bad tool. It's just not made for custom member experience. It doesn't mm. have all this uh, gamification, built-in um, uh, you know, progress tracking and rewarding people for doing certain things, surprise unlocking of things. So all features that can be put in place in certain memberships, you know, when it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for, for explaining that. Yeah. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it so much. And I think the work you do is so important and Yeah, like I can see totally the benefit of having your own membership site and prioritizing client experience is so important as well. Um, so I ask this to everyone who comes on the show and I'm curious to know your answer. Mm -hmm. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? 
Being a powerful leader to me means that I am able to share and inspire others and empower mm. others with my not only my words, sharing my experience, but also being a great listener. Mm. A leader is a great listener that is going to um, not just listen, but also um, share, you know, um, from my story, you know, how I think, see things. And if I do this well, then at the end of the call, the person has much more clarity. Mm. So um, to me, being a leader first is being a great listener. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we say leading, you know, there is this notion to me of following, which is looking into what others have done before me. So it's so important to be willing to share the good and the bad. I mean, we haven't shared this, but I've got fired twice by my husband, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> in the business. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I was a business owner, you know, we're co-owners, but just... So it's not always easy. You know, we try to, yeah. uh, being a leader is also showing the ups and downs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that's what being a powerful leader is to me. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. So do you have any last piece of wisdom that you'd like to share with the audience today? I think that the, the biggest thing that has helped me and that I know helps anyone is there is only so much that we can do alone. Um, Seeking support from family and friends only is going to get you so far. They don't want to disappoint you. They are either going to tell you, no, 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 it's a bad idea because they want you to be safe or they're going to tell you it's awesome because they want you to feel empowered. Mm. So you have to seek outside of that circle If you want to tap into the person that you're not yet, that you need to become in order to get to that next level. Because your friends and family are going to want to stay safe where they know you. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Dropping some facts here this morning. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much. So, where can people go to connect with you further online? So I think the easiest is that they go to, uh, they can go to the membershiplab.com, but the easiest is probably that they go to nataliedoremieux.com where they will be able to see the lab and they will also be able to see Search Dito, which is the SaaS product that we launched uh, at the beginning of the year. And uh, this is for mm-hmm. content creators to get more visibility. So, and then they will be able to see some free resources if they are interested to think further. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. So go follow Natalie. (laughs) She's awesome. Uh, Thank you again for being here. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Anna. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.